One photo was not enough. On this episode of BTS, we're talking about seven concept photos for the upcoming B album. Let's get philosophical again. Let's get deep again as we explore what these photos even mean. Let's get it. We're back. Mm. We're back. <laughs> I I don't know how to respond for some reason. Okay, so whenever we start our episodes, I say things that I don't actually say in my normal daily life. <laughs> like if I were to walk up to a friend and greet them or say goodbye to them, I don't say it the way I say it on here. Yeah, like the cat's meow. Hey, everybody, meow, meow. <laughs> yeah, like who's who really says that in real life? No one. And I don't go bye every time I leave someone or say hey, what's up, y'all? Like I don't, I don't talk like that in real life. I don't really know how I talk in real life. I guess. <laughs> but I know what you mean. It's just weird. You're put on the spot, so you just when you're put on the spot, you do things that you wouldn't normally do. Whatever. We're back, y'all. <laughs> We're back. So first things first with this episode, we need to send our thoughts for a speedy recovery to our man, Sugar. Okay, so in case you guys haven't heard, Sugar, he had shoulder surgery. He had... Sh- sh- why is it so hard? <laughs> Sugar had shoulder surgery. <laughs> it's not funny, but I can't say Okay. Sugar had shoulder. Sugar had shoulder. <laughs> it's like so not funny at all, too. Oh gosh. Oh no. On a more serious note, sugar had shoulder. I can't say. Let me give this a shot. So Yungi, let's call him Yungi right now instead of sugar. Maybe it'll make it a little easier for now. Yungi had shoulder surgery um, in 2012. He had a little accident. Um, he was on a, he, I think this is why he doesn't drive actually anymore. Um, and he hurt his shoulder and it's been giving him pain pretty much ever since he's been through different therapy sessions and things. And, and it's something that can get progress. It gets progressively worse um, as time goes on. And with his rigorous, training and everything that he has to go through with BTS like it's just probably progress even faster than most people and so he had surgery on November the 3rd and we just found this out on November the 6th so he had surgery and then a few days later um, Big Hit released a statement to us about his surgery yeah like and um, we'll end up linking the you know, verbatim notes and the release um, and the show notes and everything like that. But, you know, when I got the alert, which was like in the middle of the night, I just said like, notice about Sugar's health or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And I was happy to hear that um, he had a, you know, successful surgery, but it just kind of put everything into perspective for me about it because it's like, you just never know what people are personally like going through and while he had mentioned his shoulder before 
you know, you don't know how active, you know, an injury like that is and how prevalent it is. And you just think about like all the stuff that they do and how long it's been bothering him and how he never like shows the pain, you know? And um, actually during the map of the soul one uh, day two, um, one of my friends got the day two uh, concert. And one of the things she mentioned to me was that um, I feel like something went wrong with his shoulder or something during like one of the opening things. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And then we kind of talked about it then, but again, you think maybe it's just like something flaring up at that time. Not that it's been something that's been like constantly bothering him. And that's what you kind of, I kind of got from like the messaging from big hit. Gosh, there's just so much more behind the scenes, behind the scenes, BTS. Um, but so much more behind the scenes than you ever really like know. And I'm glad to hear he's recovering well. Yeah, it's like we've talked about in the past a little bit about Tay's like skin condition and stuff too. And um, and you don't really think about it. And with Yungi, yeah, we've seen in the past, like he'll say, Oh, my shoulder was hurting me, or you see in a performance or something. That maybe he had a flare up, but that's what I probably one of the biggest takeaways I took away from Big Hit's statement as well was that he has been in constant pain for the last however many years and that now he'll be able to like fully recover and go through physical therapy and he'll just come back stronger than he was before. And, you know, there's a lot of people that walk around in constant pain all the time and that don't let it show and he's someone like he's in the public eye all the time he's on tv shows they do concerts they do all this stuff and none of us really knew that he was in constant pain all the time so that just goes to show like how well he has been hiding it also and not wanting to worry people and trying to seem like it's not as big of a deal as it was yeah um as someone who's had to have surgery on you know, chronically painful area of my body. I know what it's like to live like in pain a lot, which makes me excited for a surgery. I'm so glad that it went well because that will probably relieve like so much pain and give him like a freedom and like this like burden to like be lifted. And so while hearing the news is, it's not like how do you even say how you react to it? Because like, I'm so happy for him. Obviously we didn't know this was going on, but when you hear that, you're like, okay, well, whoa, thank goodness his surgery went well and everything. And this is going to be great for his future. But the other news that did come with the announcement of this is that he's not really going to be around for the, or as active for the promotion of the new album, which that part's like sad, sad for him, sad for us. But overall in the long run it's like much you know better but I'm sure it was in the back of his mind the whole time like oh I'm not going to be able to perform I'm not going to be able to be a part of these promotions and actually it was early on um in their career that he actually had to sit out for some performances and promotions because of an injury um so it seems like (laughs) Yoongi's been the one to kind of have to um sit out for these kinds of things and so I'm sure that brings back memories of that for him as well and thankfully all of the messages and everything I've seen to him have been positive and or just like 
just get better. It's fine. It's okay that you're not going to be part of it. Um, it, We're sad, but your health and happiness is so much more important. And so I hope he sees all of these messages and sees that we support his decision and we just want him to be free of pain and happy, healthy, and to come back even better than before. Yeah. And not to keep rubbing it in, but I just thinking like also missing these promotions after like the last promotions weren't like the greatest because, you know, not having an audience and I don't really know what they're going to do now. I mean, it's not like they're going to have too much of a in-person audience too. That's got to be hard too. And I think I remember reading something also on like Twitter or something along the lines of like, People, him saying like don't worry about me it makes me feel even sadder or whatever that's so true to kind of like his like kind of introverted nature not every introvert is like that that's not what I'm saying but at the kind of introvert that he is it's just like I don't want like attention like this like it makes me feel weird so just like I'm gonna be okay and let's just move on <laughs> uh, well get better soon Minyungi Suga, we love you and we're all praying for you and hoping for a speedy and healthy recovery. Yes, we love you, Yungi. Fighting. Fighting. Well, this kind of, we were talking about the promotion for the next album and that kind of gets into what we want to discuss on today's episode. Yeah, and actually, Yungi was in charge of the promotions they they've released things so weirdly this time um i was reminded that there wasn't really a map or a a schedule for persona i believe they released things in a more normal way like they usually do but this time they were releasing things on weekends we've been getting something every single day and what we've been getting the last seven days were more concept photos, yay, but this time they were individual photos. So we got um, had our group concept photo for the new album, and now we have all seven of our individual concept photos. And if you want to hear our thoughts on the group concept photo, you can just go to the last episode. We discussed that in detail about like what we thought it meant for like the album and really go in kind of deep to that one and just talk about what we think the album's going to be. These, yeah, these concept photos were so cool. And like I said, I think the first, wasn't the first one released last Saturday? Yeah, Yeah, a week. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one was released on a Saturday. And so that's what no one was really expecting that. When the first one was actually released, I got really confused um, because there was a link and went to the link and it went to like the big hit website. And it's like, okay, cool. The the concept photos here, uh, the group concept, and then the first concept photo that was released. But then I had someone send me something. They're like, oh, there's like audio with it. I'm like, wait, what? And then finally, after some playing around, figured it out. So basically the photos were released and then you go to the website and it was kind of like an interactive art gallery. And if you click on different things in the picture, the member actually describes their room, which I thought was really cool. So 
usually they give us a concept photo and like us, we <laughs> break it down into detail and try to figure out what it try what it means. But this time they actually told us what their rooms meant to them. Let's get into this concept, this new concept that they're giving us. The very first room that we kind of got were of V. V. So, this wasn't V though. This was Kim Tae Young. Like <laughs> this was fancy Kim Tae Young. So um, I had mentioned that if you click on certain parts of the picture, they tell the story behind their what they called they they're the curators. I feel like they wanted to set them up as like an art exhibit almost. And then they curated their own rooms. Um, so they did give us like an overall view of what their rooms were. So Erica, what was V's overall theme for his room? So this is what V said in his own words, translated into English, obviously. Um, Hello, everyone. Welcome to V's room. I'm the curator V. I want to show my own vibes just as they are through this room that I arranged almost like an art gallery with green and white wallpaper and door and objects laid out in symmetry with the velvet sofa anchoring the middle. I hope you can feel V in this room. I want to make sure that you get enough to eat, even if you're busy. And I wish you can feel how happy I want your each and every day to be. I really like his room a lot. Like it, to me, it looks like a little art exhibit. His was the first one. So we're like, what is this? Like, what what's going on? And as I had mentioned, I was really confused. It's like, where do you click? How do you get him to keep talking? He mentioned his velvet couch. And it looks like the velvet couch that they're sitting on in the group concept photo, does it not? Yeah. But it kind of makes him want to look back and see if there are any items like from the other rooms that happen to make their way into their group room, you know? I noticed something after Jimin's photo. So we'll talk about that when we get to Jimin's. But yeah, he's got the velvet couch. And then his his walls are like, are green and striped. It's a huge contrast with the red velvet couch. There's a big photo hanging like above his head. And Erica, I don't know. Do you know the story behind this photo? I don't. I was just like, someone's paddleboarding. And actually, and as I was looking at it, I was like, I wonder what the story is behind this. Like, why this photo? So actually, that, that is one dad? of... No, he took uh, that photo. Um, so if you go to, if you click on that object um, in his room, he describes the photo. Tay said, like, everything reflects himself um, it gives kind of like the vibe of who he is. He has some violins in there and we know that um, he likes classical music and he's he grew up trying to play the saxophone and things like that. But he said this photo represents him best because he actually took the photo on Bon Voyage 3 when they were in Malta. And I don't know what army found this first, but you are a hero because everyone was like, oh, when did he take that? And so Army went looking and found there's you can screenshot in Bon Voyage 3. Um, they're out by the ocean and they're fishing. And then you see Tay like behind Jin, I think. And he's taking a picture of a guy on a paddleboard. But he says that this picture represents a moment that he saw through the viewfinder 
And it also, so it represents how he sees the world, but it also represents himself. It represents him as a photographer and loving to take pictures. And it represents the world around him and like his viewpoint of what he was seeing at a specific moment in time. And I just thought that was really cool that he wanted to use something like so personal to him. And I think it ties the whole room in together. Yeah, well, that's cool to hear more of the like story behind it. And it's I'm so glad that they like really took the time to give us their own words about this. Because, you know, we do a lot of guessing. And I do think that armies are really good at guessing like what's going on. But I do think it's really cool to hear more about everything going on with them. And that actually kind of makes me want to go back to like, the overall room. Like, what were your first impressions of the room when you just saw it before you like clicked on anything or like got his like impressions? What did you think of it? I love greens and blues. So just overall, visually, I really liked it. And I like the color, the contrast between the couch and then the violins are like this deep brown color. So it's just all very like very even though they're cool colors like the greens um and then the photo behind him is like a gray blue color um he had these like warm elements as well um it just seemed very like warm and comforting and inviting and just and it was visually pleasing to me before i even listened to anything or like heard him describe his room like for me the moment that we saw like the rooms and everything it's just like oh this makes so much sense for him you know I've always said that like V gives me like very Parisian vibes mm-hmm. very much like if he wasn't in BTS I feel like he would have been a French major and stuff I feel like that's what this like room is it's like oh his space in a French apartment you know a little pied-à-terre as they would <clears throat> actually say in America I don't know if they use it the same in French but like his little like getaway apartment that he has like in the city you know and I feel like everything about it just like kind of screams that you know like the vases the ornate uh couch with the the cushions and the decor the rug like everything about that's like yeah this is what I would expect a space of V's to look like um and that was like my initial impression and then obviously as we went into it like what he described it's like oh that makes sense that's cool but yeah like aesthetically speaking like the first impression like this is exactly what I would expect for from V um but it's not just about what we see in the room like the furnishings and everything like that it's also about what they're wearing well he's wearing pretty much an outfit I like would expect to see him walking around in he has on these pants with a really cool pattern Um, And they have like a blue and gold like starburst kind of pattern on them and they look a little baggy and he just has on a plain white shirt tucked into them. But then he has on this like brown comfy looking cardigan over it. And I think that ties in really well with the warm tones of like the chandelier and the violins behind him. Um, But what he said about it really was cool to me because he was like, what did you think when you saw me? He's like, did you think this was loungewear or did you think it was like going out outfit? He's like, it's comfortable, but not comfortable. And it's like all of the, it's about the balance and things. And on first glance, they do, they look like pajama pants, but if you like zoom in, they're regular pants. Like they have like buttons and zip a button and zipper 
And, you know, like anytime a photo of BTS comes out in a certain outfit, someone finds that item of clothing for sale wherever it is. And they're like regular pants. They're not loungewear. So this really is like an outfit that he could wear going out somewhere or he could just throw on his little cardigan over it and it makes it look like something he would just wear around the house. Um, So I thought that was a really cool contrast of like, what was your perception? Did you perceive this as me hanging around the house or did you perceive this as an outfit that you would see me out in? Well, it's so funny that V is like, what do you think? Am I tricking you? And it's like, uh, V, we probably think it's both because you kind of dress like this. Like <laughs> you kind of dress in like that kind of like fancy pajama way that you could wear like outdoors, but like not, not out. Yeah. You know, outside of your house or in your house. So it's just like, that also seemed perfect for it. It's like, yep, I'm wearing pajamas, but not, you know, like that's just V. <laughs> it is. And it's funny because after his came out, I wanted to like try to predict all of the other members and like, okay, so if this is the theme we're going with, like, do you think, who do, what do you think this is going to be? This is going to be. And even though V's wasn't super predictable, like once it came out, because we, di- we didn't have any idea that this was coming out. Yeah. But I think I could have guessed some of the elements in his bef- if we would have known this was coming. And so his is very him. If you look at it and like if he wasn't sitting on the couch, I think we could all be like, oh, that's probably Taze. Yeah, it would have been kind of fun to just get like the rooms all by themselves and then guess who they went to. Because I think I would have been wrong about a few that we're going to discuss later. Some of them kind of did surprise me. But these was one of those that even though it was first, I don't think it would have surprised me. I think I would have went straight to V for this. Same. I don't think... I'm trying to look at it right now and be like, are there any other members that I would have put in this room? And I don't think there are. No, I don't think so either. It's very V. He has Especially a- with the violins. <laughs> yeah. So V, violin. Like, it couldn't be anybody else. So this one definitely yeah. is him. Okay, so the next person who, the next day, was... Jimin <laughs> was Jimin and as soon as I saw his room I was like <laughs> it made so much sense but so he said hello everyone welcome to Jimin's room I'm the curator Jimin this is a beautiful room full of flowers the entire space is covered with stunning blooms but the highlight of this room stands out for its plain simplicity I like ideas that are clearly expressed If you look at this room, you can see that in contrast to the beautiful flowers, I'm colorless. And I wanted to highlight this contrast in a way that's impossible to miss. I hope you like it. (laughs) So I was the same way when I saw it. I'm like, this makes so much sense. But when I was trying to predict and guess Jimin's, this was not it at all. What were you thinking? I I, I was thinking more of when they released season's greetings 2019 some of the photos in the set or whatever um jimin had lots of like polaroids around him and like he loves taking pictures he loves like being with friends and being with people so i was thinking maybe like more of like a theme along that line with maybe some more with like photos and stuff um or like cameras but this was not what I was expecting at all. But as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, that's Jimin. 
this is like what I exactly what I would think of Jimin and everything. I think I was like thinking like, yeah, flowers, fields. Maybe the only thing that's kind of like a bit different than what I what I would expect for him is like the part where he's like saying being plain or like, you know, how like the walls are pretty plain in the picture and he's wearing all black and it's pretty plain. Um, so I would have expected him to have like a flower crown or something and like brighter walls, but I don't know. Maybe that's just like how I see Jimin in my head is just this like sparkling fairy creature. And I guess I was expecting like a woodland fairy room of like dazzling, enchanting magic. (laughs) So I see it as. So Jimin said there were all these flowers around him. Literally, it's just like an explosion of these colorful flowers. To me, that's one side of Jimin. He has, he's like the kindest, most warm hearted person. And I see that like as his soul are these flowers, like this bright, beautiful thing. But then the colorless thing, that's so he could stand out. Because he's surrounded by the white walls or the beige walls, a beige couch, and then all of this color. And then you, your eyes are immediately drawn to him because he's wearing all black. And that's like another side of him, I think, is where he is like this, has these dark, <laughs> not dark thoughts, but like that maybe he sees himself in another light. Like he's this diligent student when he was in school. He's a very hard worker and he was maybe very like black and white on things, even though he said um, he likes ideas that are clearly expressed. Um, so that's why he wanted like the stark contrast between the dark outfit and then the colorful flowers. But the type of style of dance that he's trained in is very much open to interpretation. Um, so there's a lot of things in his life that aren't very black and white, but I feel like his mind works that way sometimes talking about his outfit you know he wanted to stand out like that he wanted to we see him as like this little woodland fairy but if he had on maybe a pink outfit and a flower crown he would blend in with the flowers but Jimin stands out wherever he goes we've talked about this just in regular conversations before that everyone is enamored by Jimin men women children like it doesn't matter who sees Jimin, like he stands out. And I feel like him being the complete opposite of his surroundings just really did make him stand out. And you can't help but look at him. Yeah, even if in a field of flowers, you're looking at Jimin. Um, what I love about this, too, is his shoulder being exposed, you know, which is like such a trope, I guess you can say, amongst ARMY, with which started with... I, think it started with blood sweat and tears and then it's just like kind of continued with him exposing his shoulder and various places and everything like that and so I feel like that was a call out to army and being like I'm looking at you army (laughs) so this is actually where I noticed something because Jimin is wearing the exact same outfit he's wearing in the group concept photo yeah like down to the jewelry and then so I was like oh Because his shoulder was out in the concept photo. I'm like, oh, this is the exact same outfit. And we had talked about in the group photo, like the difference in their tops and bottoms. So I went and looked back at the group photo. 
And Tay is wearing the same pants in the group photo that he wears in his photo. So I started, I noticed a theme and realized we'll see. And the rest of them, they all have on part of what they're wearing or the whole outfit um, from the group photo in their concept photo. So I just thought that was really interesting. But it's funny that I didn't notice it until the super obvious one. Like, I didn't notice it in Tay's at all. And then I noticed Jimin's because he's wearing the exact same outfit. Because Tay, in the group photo, Tay's legs are kind of hidden. But if you zoom in, you can see the pattern on his pants. Well, I noticed that Jimin was wearing, like, the same thing. But, um, like I said, it wasn't even until we were talking about it that I was just, like, thinking about, like, elements that could be in the other photo. Because I hadn't really looked at the other photo again. I just have it kind of in my mind's eye, you know, what I saw. And I knew from the other photos that come out, like, some of the similarities and stuff. But I didn't think about it too much, to be honest. So, up next, the next day was our M. This is in his own words. Hello and welcome to RM's room. I, RM, and the cur- am the curator of this room. I present to you my warm and cozy room. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing for another reason. But okay, I present to you my warm and cozy room. It's decorated with a white and wood tone color scheme. This room evokes a sense of warmth of being in someone's embrace. It has a clean, crisp feel with the warm painting on the wall but I think it would have looked even better with some made of porcelain. I wanted to create a comfortable room that you don't get tired of, a place you spend time every day, which is why I chose this color scheme. Does it look cozy to you too, Army? First impressions of RM's room. The colors are warm, but it's very like minimalistic. And for me, cozy is more big overstuffed couches and maybe lots of like textures and pillows and rugs and things like that. So that to me is cozy. It does give off the warm feeling that he was talking about just because of the colors, but it didn't seem cozy, but it definitely did seem warm to me. Yeah. My first impressions were like, even before knowing what he was saying about the room, I was like, Oh, this room makes sense for RM. But I think it kind of takes me back to that whole like persona theme. I think this is more of what RM would like his room to look like and would like it to reflect versus maybe being completely authentic. And obviously all of them have like more of a curated room. You know what I mean? So it is. But I feel like RM at least it's like messier. And when you talk about cozy, it's like, okay, cozy doesn't mean like minimalistic straight lines symmetrical almost like um sterile that's kind of like the feeling it is without the warm colors like let's say this photo isn't like black and white it would give more of that and I feel like the way that this kind of express how expresses who RM is is like I feel like he does have this struggle or maybe it's not a struggle but like between how he wants to appear versus like who he actually is and I think he maybe, I can't speak for the other guys right now, but like I think maybe sometimes he sees like the things that are like quirks or like things about him as like flaws when they're like not. But I, I just feel like a more authentic space would have been a little more disheveled. Oh, I totally agree. Just from watching Bon Voyage and 
different um, things about him. Like in his everyday life, like he forgets things. He's kind of a messy person. Um, and in, in the soup, like his room is a mess. But yeah, this I mean, this is supposed to be more of like a curated thing. And it does. I feel like it reflects him as a person because we know he's he loves nature. And so if you look at the room, he has this orange painting behind him and his couch is a different like deep shade of orange and it's almost like he's outside like that's the sun like this Mm -hmm. sunset or something and then he does have a bonsai tree and I predicted that the only probably the only one that I could have predicted was was Namjoon we're like oh if he doesn't have a bonsai tree we're gonna be really sad because he loves yeah. he loves taking care. He has this bonsai that he carries around with him. Um, he brought it when on in the soup. He brought it with him. He's had it for like six years, and he loves this little tiny tree, and he loves to take care of it. And I feel like this is like a very minimalist forest because um, all of his objects he talks about are made of wood. Um, so he has like his little figurines, like we see those in his. Um, studio and his studio and everything but these are all made of wood his side tables are made of wood and then he's got his bonsai tree so it definitely i think reflects his it reflects yeah it reflects like what he likes right and then it i really like what he said about his outfit after i noticed that they're wearing the same things as in the concept photo like you can't quite see his bottom half in the cons in the group concept photo but if you zoom in you realize he's not wearing pants he's wearing shorts and then he has on sandals with socks i'm like okay what is his concept photo going to be that he's wearing that but now it makes total sense but he says he likes to wear shorts with a long sleeve top his philosophy is that a long sleeve top with shorts is the best outfit And I feel like that's kind of like a balance thing. And I feel like you see the balance so far in all of these themes. Like there's the same amount. We saw it in the in the group photo as well. One thing on each side or two things on each side. So there's like this balance thing. Um, And I'm the opposite just because I don't like my legs. But I like to wear long pants and like a tank top. So like when I sleep or something, um, I'll wear like comfy pajama bottoms and then I like to wear a tank top so I don't like my arms covered so he's the opposite so I feel like it's all about balance and like being cool and comfortable but if I would have seen this room without him in it I think I mean the bonsai tree definitely would have given it away but I think I would have known that this was his room yeah for sure like it definitely was a thing like oh yeah this is what I expect to see from like RM and like I said I I think that this is like his room after he he's cleaned it (laughs) I think it's a good representation of like the things that he likes and Mm -hmm. the things that are important to him which is like what this is like all about so we'll move on to the next day which is Chungku he says, hello, welcome to Jungkook's room. I'm the curator, Jungkook. Um, this room is decorated with t- my two passions, music and speakers. It is an embodiment of all, all my likes with special emphasis on music and speakers. <laughs> I wanted to create a room booming with music so that the viewer can catch a glimpse of who I am inside. 
Music can be a source of comfort, happiness, and strength. I hope that you can listen to music that gives you strength, comfort, and joy, and be happy doing so. In case you haven't seen, Junku's room is, like, decked out with a really cool, like, dark leather couch. And then behind it is just a ton of speakers. And then behind that is, like, a bunch of soundproofing on the walls. And then the other walls have, like, chalk scribbles on them. Um, But the back wall and the ceiling are all soundproofing and stuff. What were your first impressions of this room? His was one of the most mysterious to me um and this was not what i was expecting at all i think the color scheme is what i was expecting so other than the speakers like he i think is the only one that doesn't have an actual light in his room so it's a very dark picture but it's like dark blues so the speakers are kind of like these blue gives off blue hues even though they're probably black it looks like they're shining maybe like a blue light onto it And so overall, aesthetically, if I look at it, it is what I maybe was thinking. I thought his would be a lot darker than most of the other members, but I didn't know what to expect for his objects and speakers were not even like on my radar. I had the hardest time with his initially just because it wasn't... I don't know. I felt like I knew him better maybe than um, I do. But after I started thinking about it and we've talked about really actually how introverted he is. And I was thinking about all the things that he likes now. He's really just gotten into those things. So those aren't like deep at his core of who he is, like with all his like art and activities like that he's been doing in the last couple years, he's experimenting with things and like finding out what he likes, but all he's ever known is music. Like since he's been in BTS since he was 13 years old and that's what he's grown up with. So when I heard his explanation, I was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, He has a varied taste in music. He loves music. I mean, we saw him, Um, at the Grammys a few years ago, like bounce into Dolly Parton, like singing Jolene, like he just, he loves music and he loves making music. Then when he was talking about the speakers, so he's like describing why he picked the speakers and he says the speakers are the conduit for hearing music and Jungkook is like a speaker. He is a conduit for us to hear their music. Without speakers, we couldn't hear the music. We couldn't receive the joy and the comfort that we get from music. And without Jungkook, we couldn't hear the music that BTS gives us and create. So I feel like he sees himself as a speaker um, and they kind of represent who he is like at his core. It took me most of the day (laughs) to really like, come to terms and like I really thought about his a lot and um yeah um with Jungkook's and we're gonna see this with some of the ones to come his was the first that I looked at and I was like that's not what I was expecting and then I thought I probably should expect the unexpected as Julie Chin from Big Brother would say if anyone watches that show um I was like I probably should have because like Not that it has to be this way, being an introvert or anything like that, but I feel like you're probably more likely to get something that's surprising between when you, like, 
have someone who's an introvert like kind of like doing something that's like more representative of something like this so I just thought that was kind of like interesting I think it totally makes sense what his room is like you said after you like kind of like take it all in um you know music is his you know life force his way of being what he uses to identify with and make sense of the world and finds meaning in and so it makes sense that he would find like something that would be the physical embodiment of it because it's like how do you just put music in a room like what do you do to represent it and you know I think speakers are like a great way for him to point to what is like the part of music that like he really wants to like focus on in this not like like oh just an instrument or just like whatever it's like no speakers this is what's important to me like hearing the music and that other people hear my music and that they hear music that's important to them like yeah I think it just totally like makes a ton of sense but again it was like very surprising and it wasn't what I was like expecting but you're right like in terms of like what his life has been centered around its music and I think that's where he feels probably the most comfortable and like that's what we're seeing in these rooms is like in some ways what they feel like comfortable with or like what shows like their comfort zone or whatever and for Jungkook it's music you know that's where he feels at ease and safe and understood and expressive. I found it interesting too that he had these pretty deep concepts like his overall concept and then why he chose the speakers and you know after hearing everyone's like outfit choices then it gets to John Cook but then his description he's like yeah um I didn't really have a reason for my outfit it just went well with the space and I'm like okay <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I feel like he's not he's never been one to really not care about what he's wearing but like he he's always very comfortable he wears a lot of like hoodies and boots and just jackets and things and he just always wants to seem like he's just comfortable like he doesn't really think about what he wears like some of the other members um especially like tay and hobie like who always are just like on point when they go out regardless like jungkook's just like oh i'm just gonna throw something on so i feel like that also is him that he's like "Eh, i didn't really put too much thought into what i was wearing i just wanted it to match the room so oh for sure yeah like it's just like okay i mean because that's the thing this is like one of those like assignments where it's just like you can't really like get it wrong you know just like do whatever you feel so like you can put like a ton of thought into it or you can be like this is just what I want to wear. And it's like, well, that's perfect because this is all about you and all about being. And so like, you don't have to have like a lot of like thought behind it. Maybe you shouldn't even have thought behind it. You just show up. It's just what's natural and who you are. And that's, you know, what we're wanting to like see. All right. So who was after Jungkook? So Jin was next. It's me, Jen. Okay, no, anyway. Um, this is what he had to say about his room. Hello, welcome to Jen's room. I am the curator, Jen. The point of this room, which is bedecked with gems, is what, sorry, is what you can never tell what is a jewel and what isn't. When I first stepped into this room, I was immediately shocked and overwhelmed by the sight of this huge gemstone, but it turns out it was me all along. Aren't you absolutely mesmerized by the largest gem in this room, too? 
Have you perhaps forgotten along the way that each and every one of you is a unique and precious gem? Never forget to cherish yourself and always remember that you are a sparkling gem. Always remember to sparkle with confidence, just like me. So I actually started giggling (laughs) at first when he was doing his because it was so gin when he's saying, oh, the biggest gem in the room is me and all of this. And then all of a sudden I'm like crying because then he's like, oh, but don't forget how precious you are. And we should all consider ourselves gems. And I was like, Jen, like you're getting so deep. I really do wish I had as much confidence as Jen. And so his room is like all these pastel colors and it's light and airy. And he has this crystal chandelier and he has gemstones. And it's very like, it's very minimalistic. There's only one little side table and the the table in front of the couch he's on um are made of glass so everything's very delicate um and it's like very delicate curtains behind him and the walls are white and just looking at it it is so gin like it is such a gin room but it's nothing of what i was expecting when he was explaining everything i just started thinking about him we've talked about this a lot how we actually had a conversation recently, Eric and I did, about how Jin came to be in BTS and he had no vocal experience, no dancing experience, and he has worked so hard and he's come so far and he has so much confidence in himself and he really is like the gem of BTS. Like he's like, look at me. I didn't have any experience coming into this and look at me now because I've worked hard Um, and I have confidence in myself and he's giving us that advice of like, we can be the same. Like we just need to believe in our own selves and we need to realize that we all have a place in this world. Um, and I just thought that was great advice from Jen and, you know, we don't really hear him get too deep or serious a lot he's the one that's kind of like always the icebreaker and he's always making jokes um so to hear him say something like that was just I thought was really cool I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about this and they're somewhat similar and somewhat different from yours first impressions this definitely wasn't the room that I was expecting to see from Jen once again I was surprised but then it kind of got me going down into that kind of like introversion theory as well Whereas, like, you know, introverts are more likely to keep their inner world more protected or closer to themselves than, like, extroverts are. So it makes sense that we were able to kind of, like, guess right away what the other guys' you know, outer expressions were going to be in this, like, symbolic space. But with Jin, I feel like, yes, this room was not what I was expecting at all. It's very delicate, pretty, light, you know, bright, but again, like somewhat like fragile, which I do think is like telling and maybe more telling than like even his words about it were. But I feel like also it's kind of what we've seen Jin do a lot, which is like deflecting in a sense. If you really think about it, like what is this room at least in his words, tell us about him. And I, I think what I think the guys said this before. Maybe they were saying this about J Hope too, but um I think that like Jen is very 
private. And I think he's very much like maybe the member we know the least about, if you really think about it. He can seem like we know him because he has his like kind of running joke that he always kind of like references and worldwide handsome. And this kind of ties into that, like, oh, you know, I'm the most precious jewel in the room. And it's kind of like this, I don't want to say persona, but a little bit. But I feel like after all that's said and done, like, what did we like learn about him versus like the others? I feel like he has this private world that or in a world that we're maybe as army and as the world never going to like know. And I think I remember hearing like people, even in the group saying they may not like know Jin that well, you know, because he kind of keeps everybody at like an arm's length. So kind of like hearing what he was saying about this kind of feels that way too. But I also think it's indicative of who he is as a person. I think that he's more of a person who's like, who's in service to others. Like, I will make you feel better. I will make you food. I will be that person for you. Like, so part of who he is, is being kind of like self-effacing and not necessarily what you want him to be, but maybe what you even need him to be. And people who are very self-sacrificial and very giving, sometimes you don't get to really see the core of them that's just kind of like the vibes that I was getting from this like I feel like it very much is him but at the same time I think it's also in his nature to like not be very personal or intimate or disclosing of like what is very unique to him individually without reference to others if that makes sense no it does and um I actually finished watching in the soup last night and on the last episode he and Yoongi are having a discussion and there's a few times throughout the series that Yoongi says I wonder what I would be doing if I wasn't in BTS and they never like get into the conversation like Yoongi randomly just says this like he'll be sitting there they're all just talking and he's like hmm I wonder what I'd be doing if I wasn't in BTS but it was just Jin and Yoongi and Jin's telling him he's like you would be successful no matter what he's like you're such a hard worker and um you you would be succeeding in whatever you were doing then Yugi was like you would be an actor and Jin said maybe not and he's like well why not you would be a good actor and Jin said well back then I didn't really work very hard he was like I just kind of went with the flow of things and he said I've learned from you guys how to be such a hard worker and how to um, keep pushing through even when things get hard. And he said, if I wouldn't have you guys, I wouldn't be where I am. And he said, if I was an actor, I would be by myself. And he said, so who knows if I would be successful or not. And I think that tells a lot about him that he is very fragile, that he's still like, he still struggles with, am I this person? Like, who am I? And he's learned from the members, uh, you know, over the years, how to be this hard worker and to continue on and to keep going. That's something like, we don't ever hear Jin talk about himself in that way. 
And because throughout the whole series of In the Soup, like you were saying, he's very self-sacrificial. He's like, I'll cook dinner. I'll cook dinner. I'll do this for you. Um, He's always like, Jim, and put on a jacket. It's cold outside. Like he's, we always see him taking care of everyone else and we don't see him taking care of himself all the time in and then we you know hear his little jokes and everything and I think it is like a facade like that's what he puts out in a persona that he puts out um but I think he is very reserved and very quiet and I think maybe the members know him better now but I think he's probably the one that took the longest to actually like show who he really was yeah like the more you talk about it, the more it's like, yeah, this room's delicate, but maybe what he's showing without saying directly is like, he's delicate, you know? Something that's fairly interesting to me about what you said is that maybe he doesn't know who he is without the others that he's surrounded by. And that's so interesting because he's the oldest mm-hmm. and Jungkook is the youngest. And we always talk kind of about that with him. He's more expressive about it, about like, hey, you know, I a bit of all of these guys and they've helped create and make me who I am. And obviously all these guys would maybe say this to an extent, like, of course they wouldn't be who they are without the other guys, but it's interesting to see that kind of duality between the oldest and the youngest kind Mm -hmm. of that sense of identity is so deeply rooted maybe in BTS, you know? And again, you know, this was more of a private conversation we were having, but about Jin, like, I'm so curious about him, about, like, what led him to take the leap into being in BTS when this is not his background, whereas, like, Jungkook knew this is what he wanted to do, you know? Who is Jin? And, you know, this is something that may never really be answered for us, you know what I mean? And that's totally fine. He's the type of person who... Again, maybe he is really fragile and maybe that's going to be something that only his very significant others will know. And we don't even know the extent to which the other BTS members know him and know him besides like this role that he's serving. And I can even see him besides maybe with like his future like romantic partner and everything like that. You know, if he's a dad, he's being a dad. He's doing this same exact thing. So it's just like, yeah. He's maybe the person will never really know, not we'll never know the depth of what she runs because I think we can perceive it, but we won't know in his own words expressed from him what's going on inside. No, I I agree. And I think that's his personality and that's just kind of like who he is and what you were Mm -hmm. saying about the people he's surrounded with. Like he did say something along the lines of like, you are who you surround yourself with. And these are the people, another conversation we were having was about how closely they, they have lived together for so long. And you kind of start becoming the people around you. You know, they all have been so blessed with who each of them are and to be able to be like little pieces of each other. Um, But it is interesting to think like, some of the members seem to be very individual and have their own styles and likes and dislikes. And then to see that Jin and Jungkook both are like, we're mixes of everyone. Um, I feel like Jin was maybe someone who just kind of went with the flow and maybe even he was like, eh, maybe I'll just try acting. And so he was in acting school. 
um, when he got discovered. And then maybe the reason he chose to go with BTS is because that was his personality at the time. It was just like, okay, this opportunity presented itself. I'm just going to see where it goes. He's had to kind of be both of those. He's had to be that fragile person that maybe he is but then he also has to be this like worldwide superstar and I can't imagine balancing those two things and yeah yeah I was actually kind of thinking of this I'm feeling like grandmother willow from Pocahontas but I'm (laughs) feeling like Jen is like that river that flows and just goes wherever like the world and life and nature takes him but it's still that same river that ends up carving out something as miraculous as like the Grand Canyon and I kind of think of him that way it's just like he's just existing being going wherever life kind of takes him but life is also taking him down this like miraculous and awe-inspiring path that's just kind of what I was thinking he's like the river carving out the Grand Canyon you know (laughs) I love that. That's great. Um, oh, Jen, I love Jen so much. Um, and I want I, I want to know Jen. I want to dive in. <laughs> okay, this sounds weird. I was going to say dive into that river and we're going to move on and move forward. But yeah, if we were ever got the chance to like speak to BTS, you kind of wonder like which mem- I'd want to speak to any member and I'd want to have a conversation with any of them. But I think one on one, I would really love to like talk to Jen. And this also is like, hopefully he would open up yes it would be really interesting to have a deep conversation with Jin I think I would like that also because everyone kind of would always be like oh Namjoon because he's so you know he's all all these thoughts and everything but I really think it'd be really interesting to talk to Jin yeah and like just know him at like again a different level than like what Mm -hmm. we what he displays Mm -hmm. and everything like that so the next person that was on the docket I guess was Suga Min Yoongi yeah he was wearing um, his crushed velvet but let me get into what he said about his own room Suga said the same thing hello everyone welcome to Suga's room I am the curator Suga Um, blue is an important color to me so the overall theme of this room is the color blue Different hues of blue were used in this room because the coolness of the perfect blend of white and blue imparts a charm unsurpassed by a room adorned purely in white. There's a soft pastel blue, a weighty velvet blue, and a deep blue like the Jeju Seas. I wonder what these blues will mean to you. Was this what you were expecting? No. (laughs) (laughs) Me either. It was not. What were your first impressions of this room? It wasn't what I was expecting, but blue is my favorite color. So I think other than junk hooks and Tays, like aesthetically just looking at it, I love it because of the different shades of blue. But until I heard his like descriptions of everything, it's nothing what I thought his would be. I don't know what I thought his would be, but it wasn't this. Once again, I feel like the introverts are gaining me, but um, I, I mean, I think it's beautiful, <laughs> but um, no, I wasn't expecting it either. I do kind of like me personally that he is pretty much the same shade as his couch. And like, I feel like I can definitely, definitely relate to that. Like I am one with the couch, but I don't know that that's actually what he was going for. Yeah, it's way more. 
I was thinking way more minimalistic than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, what Jungkook's room was is what I was expecting for sugar. Like if they had Same. shown like all the rooms, like we were saying, kind of like without the members in them, I would assign Jungkook's to sugar. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think so too. I would have switched the two uh, because Yoongi music is his life and his passion and with the speakers and everything of Jungkook's like I would have put that more with Yoongi and his like producing and he has a lot more to do with like technical aspects of music than Jungkook does I think the reason I would have thought this was Jungkook's instead of Yoongi's coming out of the couch cushions it looks like metal like melted metal and they look like paint drips and even though Yoongi has been painting lately, um, like we more associate Jungkook with like artistic stuff because he has always been really good at drawing and um, he talks more about art and stuff than Yoongi does. So um, those are kind of the paint drips are really kind of confusing for me. But then he also has a mirror on the floor where like a rug would be. And like his his feet are on the mirror. So it's like the mirror is the rug. And I thought it was really interesting um, what he said about the mirror. He said, you know, a mirror is a reflection of you. When you look in the mirror, you know that you exist in the here and now. And then he really like reiterated the point of all the members working on the album together and like the importance of it. And that this album is a true reflection of who they are. I want to note also that this photo came out the day after we learned about his surgery. So it was like all of this timing of he had the surgery, his, you know, they told the public about it. And then his photo was released. And then he, you know, talks in his photo about the importance of existing in the here and now and being a true reflection of who they really are in this album. And it really kind of, it made me a little more sad (laughs) that he won't be part of like the, the album promotions and everything. But, you know, once I heard all all their explanations, it fits who I really think Yoongi is. He is also one of those introverts. Um, I really think you should watch in the soup. You really do get a little more, they get a lot deeper talking about some things and you really kind of get to see who they are a little bit more in the show. And this really does like this reflects Yoongi to me. And there's such like a contrast of materials in his, he has like a metal chain around his neck. He has the metal balls on the floor, but then he has like on his crushed velvet and the soft crushed velvet couch, you know, there's just like a huge contrast with the colors and everything. And I think that's kind of Yungi too. He has this like hard exterior kind of of who he used to be or, um, you know, that facade he used to put on um, of this like hard wrapper. But he's really this like super soft, sweet person. Um, and he just has like so much love and joy for the members and <laughs> what's funny is we were like oh we're so interested in seeing like his crushed velvet and he just had like a one-liner of it and just said oh it's his own stylistic interpretation of the room that's it <laughs> so he just has on like different hued blues on and that's the only reason he picked his outfit <laughs> 
But he's definitely another one like Jungkook that doesn't ever like he wears the same shirt all the time. Like he or he has the same like six of the same shirt, like that FG shirt that he wears all the time. Fashion isn't his thing, you know? Well, it's really kind of strange to me, like not strange, but like was surprising the color because like or that this is his favorite color because I feel like we never see him wearing blue or even see like his spaces have blue or whatever. So just the blue that, beanie that he has. <laughs> he yeah, has one like, blue beanie and that's it. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I would have thought maybe more of like a black, like again, like Chunku, like black or something like that, like in this room or like gray or something, just because he doesn't tend to like, we don't see this side of him like reflected physically. Um, I also find it very interesting, but fitting that his room, while they're all, all of the rooms are very symbolic. His is probably one of the more abstract rooms of the symbolism where it's not just like where it's Jim and like, here's a flower to represent, you know, beauty. This is more of like, here's a light fixture that's a little off center and it's just like squiggly line. And, you know, it's like definitely way more abstract and harder to interpret like what he actually like means by this. And then of course his explanation is going to be, oh, it's, what it means to me <laughs> like it's like okay great so it's abstract and we also don't really like know what it means and it kind of puts him in the same boat as like Jen with being like what does this tell us about him he doesn't really tell us what this means so we have to kind of like interpret what it means and it's like like it's like oh this is like blue means something to me but what does blue mean to you you know what I mean what he means yeah uh, no because he says blue is his favorite color and he said it's an important color to him but he doesn't tell us why it's an important color to him yeah it's not like there's a universal understanding of what blue is like is is it sadness is it you know we don't know (laughs) or is it uh, happiness like does he associate it like he said the blues of Jeju does he associate it and he's from Daegu so he's from like south southern parts of korea where there's like ocean and stuff so does it remind him of home and like the ocean and when he was a kid and like blue skies or yeah is it like sadness and despair and what like who who knows yoongi but he ain't telling us you know (laughs) but he thinks it's like obvious you know what i mean right and i think that also speaks to like his personality and what is suspected to be his like personality type like maybe to him it's like this is so obvious but to us it's like it's not <laughs> so you just have to kind of like go with also the context of what we know of him to be as a person um but yeah I totally wasn't expecting this I don't know what to take from it besides what he says except for like again like the chandelier is like off center and this squiggle and like these lines and these lights I'm sure like every single thing in this actually has a lot of meaning and a lot of thought behind it but again, we don't know what those thoughts are. We can only just like guess like what would these be? Um, I think that a room like this makes me think that maybe he's a little behind more of like the hidden meanings and like the detectiveness <laughs> that like he be- he feeds into that for like army. Like, you know, let's figure out what this puzzle of a room is in order to like see who he is. But I think more than like Jin, whose like room is very much more like reflecting back to us what he wants to give us, this room probably has more of the answers in it. But you have to like really dig, interpret, and guess, you know, which 
makes me feel like I'm still saying a whole lot of nothing, but there's something. It's just like, what is it going to mean? Um, so with that being said, I think this is very fitting for who he is. And I'm sure there's a lot in here to be interpreted, but by much more qualified armies than me. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, Same. So yeah, if any of you guys have any more insight to what some of these things mean, what you guys think maybe the silver coming out of the couch is or what the like the two spheres on the floor represent, let us know. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> the last person's room to be shown was J-Hopes. And okay, so you said, hello, everyone. Welcome to J-Hopes room. I'm the curator, J-Hope. This room provides me with mental tranquility and speaks of my identity and what sort of person I am. Like J-Hope, this space is bright, colorful, and filled with an energetic ambiance. I hope that you can take with you some of this energy from this photograph of this room that I feel shouts to the world who I am. So let me know what your first impressions were of J-Hope's room. That if he wasn't sitting in it, I immediately would have known it was his room. <laughs> There's no other member this would have been. And I was talking to um, one of our listeners, Lydia, and we've been kind of talking a little bit about each photo. I told her a couple days ago that I was um, excited for Hobies and that I think it would have been Hope World come to life. And this is, to me, this is like an organized Hope World. So he has like the wall behind him um, is almost like a wall of maybe like dresser drawers. There's like this bright red and bright blue color. Um, and then the side walls have on these like, have on, it looks like posters stuck on them and they're all different colors and say different things and um, different designs on, on all of them. So yeah, like it's very represent, representative of him. And I think my favorite part is, so they're all sitting on some sort of couch and Hobie is sitting on this pink inflatable couch. Um, do you remember like the inflatable chairs from the nineties? Like that's what it totally reminds me of. And I think I actually had one of those, but come to find out the one Hobie sitting on is like $700. Um, and the one that I had was probably like $20, but what he did say, he's like, I hope you can take some energy from this. I definitely feel the energy. Like as soon as I saw it, it made me really happy to me It 100% like reflects who Hobie is on the inside, on the outside, I wasn't surprised. Like, again, as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's what I was expecting. Like, smiley faces, bright colors. The couch is, like, so him. And like you said, if there were um, a photo without him in it, this is obviously the one I think all of us would be like, yeah, we're picking that for him. He also has, like his objects that he has in his room are shoes. So on top of like the dresser type thing on his wall behind him, he has all of his shoes lined up. Remember, I did mention this in our con group concept photo when um, he's wearing the slides that he wears all the time. And all the shoes, like I always gravitate towards his shoes because they're always so cool. They always match his outfit. Like everything he wears is always like bright, and colorful and happy um, and maybe like a little chaotic. And that's even what he said about his outfit in this picture is that it was all about comfort. And even so 
the robe he's wearing in this picture is his robe. He said this is the robe he wears in his room. So everything he has on is his. Like, and that's what he's comfortable in are his clothes and his um he likes to be comfortable, but he really takes pride like in what he wears and what he looks like. I feel like he's not high maintenance. Like I feel like Jimin is really high maintenance and I know Jimin like takes the longest to get ready, but I feel like Hobie takes the longest to pick his outfits out. Like he has to have everything matched and he's like, okay, but I wonder if he has it like all organized in his closet. Like all of these outfits go together or if he just kind of like randomly pulls because some of his outfits sometimes look like he just randomly pulled some stuff out and put it on, but it all goes together anyway. But that just matches his personality. I'm not really sure. Like, I feel like he probably has a closet where, like, everything can be mixed and matched, too. And I know that he said with his thing that, like, oh, my shoes are the center. And I kind of go from the shoes first and, like, kind of go from there. So there's a little bit of that. But, like, yeah, I'm even, like, looking closer at, like, the posters and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, like, words, like, actually written in English, which is interesting, too. But um, it says, like, my choice, my way, kind of making me think of the ego song, which makes sense because that song is very much him. This is who I am. This is where I'm at now. Um, And that's where we end Map of the Soul 7 at. And so it makes sense that B kind of is this similar kind of vibe. But it's saying, like, hope, friends, that's, like, repeated a lot in there. My way, my choice, my future, things like that. So it's very interesting. I wonder if any of these are names of songs going to be on the album. (laughs) Well, we know Friends was on Map of the Soul 7. Yeah, I'm looking a little bit closer. The Lots of Hope. And there's one that says video game. And it's really funny. Learn on In the Soup how big of gamers they all are. Like I knew Jin was a big gamer. And actually, Yoongi is a really big gamer. And so is Jimin. And I didn't think Hobie was quite as big of a gamer as the rest of them. Um, but he has, there's one that says like video game on the wall. But yeah, they're all, it does, it's like a mix of Hope World and Ego with like the posters and the colors and everything. And I don't know, it just totally, to me, it embodies him 100%. Even though he is kind of like a fatherly figure too. Like in, in the soup, he goes and wakes up the younger members all the time and he, is always very concerned about everyone. He's another one like Jen. that He's very concerned with everyone else, but he's always so happy and positive and he doesn't ever show a side of him that he is like negative in any way, even when things are hard, like he's always such a very positive person. And that's what I get from, from his room. We definitely get like the positive sides of him, which is what he really brings to the group and the world and everything like that. And again, it's one of those things he's extroverted. We kind of like expected this room from him and everything, which is not to say that he doesn't have other things like going on or like that the other elements that we saw in like the introverted members rooms weren't also present in him too. And I do think maybe some, he's kind of a little bit like Jen in the sense that he's maybe also like very reflective, deflective, but I feel like this is more of like all these things are in this room to kind of build me up, give me hope. And yeah, I want to give other people hope, but I don't know. It just seems like this is very like just J-Hope. Like he needs that external like stuff going on, a lot of brightness, a lot Mm -hmm. of like, 
I don't want to say chaos. I mean, some other people might think it's like chaotic. Like, oh, if I walk in a room like this, like, yikes, you know, you notice that like the introverts, well, all of them had more of like sim- minimalist rooms besides like this. Mm-hmm. And besides maybe like Jimin and Jungkook kind of had a lot going on in a sense. But like one element of that, whereas like he has like all these posters. But yeah, I don't really know what to say. But the video game thing was interesting, too, because like, yeah, you're right. Like all of them. A lot of them, most of them really love like video games. I know in the most recent run BTS episode, I was actually watching it, the one that just came out and it was really funny. But yeah, like they were like, it was so funny to see them kind of like starstruck or like especially J-Hope starstruck with like these guys who play video games. And it's like they were his BTS and he kept kind of like alluding to that. He's like, they're like the BTS of the video game world. And the rest of the guys were like, uh, you're embarrassing us. But <laughs> it just shows how important they are to him probably to like decompress and just feel happy and relax, you know? I don't know. I, I just loved this whole this whole concept. And I want to know like who birthed <laughs> this concept of doing it this way. Like I feel like it's very Tay and Jungkook with like the art gallery and it being like interactive and maybe Namjoon as well. It's just so smart. Um, it's such a good concept. It gets us involved as well, being able to like listen to them explain the concept. And it's much deeper than other things because like we talk about with the, ben- the Bunkton universe and the storyline is always very cryptic and they leave all these messages everywhere. And then other than maybe in Yugi's, like they're actually giving us details of why they chose these things. And so they're letting us get to know them a little bit deeper and we always talk about how we feel like we know them. And then things like this come out. We're like, oh, that makes sense. And like we're getting to know them a little bit more every time they release something. And I just think like no one does it like them. And, you know, not even close friends of mine are as open as BTS is and honest about, you know, who they really are. And so I just think it's a really cool concept. And, um, you know, I'm really happy that they're sharing this part of their life with us. I I mean, I feel the same. I have two questions for you. One question is, which room of BTS do you think is the closest to like, what you would make as a room? Jimin's. Really? Mm -hmm. Why do you feel that way? Um, I love natural, like his is very light and natural with the plants or, you know, with the flowers and the colors, um, maybe a mixture of Jimin and Tay's. I like Tay's color scheme a lot. The blues and greens. Um, those are my favorite colors. Those are calming colors for me. Um, and then with like the flower, the florally delicate part of Jimin's interesting what would be yours i think that j-hope's room room is probably like the most like what i would do the rest of the rooms i feel like are a little bit too minimalistic Mm -hmm. and for the rooms that aren't minimalistic i don't know that they're like what my like vibe i think his is like the closest to my vibe even though i probably wouldn't pick those colors they're very like primary but like i love like a lot going on Mm-hmm. But, like, Jungkook's, for instance, is, like, way too dark. Like, that, that's not, like, even though, like, I don't like having the lights on in my room. So, like, maybe that's more of, like, what <laughs> I would have. But, like, I think J-Hope's is kind of, like, more of that. Mixed with maybe, like, RM's. Because, like, his is 
his theme was like familiarity and comfort. And I feel like Jay Hope's doing that in his own way too. But like, I feel like mm-hmm. definitely like I'm all about like comfort and familiarity and that's what I want out of a room. And some of the other ones are just like too sparse and too like empty for me. And then the other question I wanted to ask is of the rooms that you saw, which one would you like to like maybe visit or spend time in, you know? <laughs> mm, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe Nam June's. Yeah, like if you're going to like hang out, like I can see that. Like his is very much like an approachable comforting kind of room because yeah if I was just going to hang out because his looks more like just a room like Tay's is very looks like a museum exhibit kind of which would also be in his house where yeah which right (laughs) and I would be too intimidated um Jimin's I mean it just it looks like a flower shop so I feel like I would be um I wouldn't be comfortable just like hanging out there (laughs) Jin's I would feel like I would break everything Yungi's, I like the couch. I think that would be kind of a comfortable space to maybe hang out. I don't want to go to Jungkook's room. <laughs> um, it's a little too dark for me to. I would say probably Namjoon's would be like the most approachable, like just to hang out in. Like I feel like, like you said, like that would be his room cleaned up. Like I would feel like I was actually just like hanging out in Namjoon's room, and the other ones I feel like would just be or Hobie's, yeah. I guess. I'd say RMV or Hobies for that. Um, Obviously, maybe not Hobies because I don't want to be on that inflatable couch, but um, (laughs) in terms of comfort, but like V's like reminds me of like, okay, if I'm going to visit someone and I'm traveling, you know, it's just like, oh, this is like a really cool like Airbnb or like, Again, it's just, like, a little bit more elevated than I am, but, like, that's what I think. But for RMs, it's, like, yeah, his is very much, like, very much welcoming and comfortable. And, like, again, like, his and J-Hopes are the most, and V's are, like, the most, like, realistic rooms, I feel like. You know, when we think about the rooms that we've seen in their lives, like, those are also very, like, reflective of, like, I feel like what we really see. Yeah, I would be too intimidated by V's room, I think the ornateness of it and it just it looks expensive and I would just be like yeah I don't belong here (laughs) now do you think that these rooms tell us anything about like any tracks like their tracks or like you kind of were indicating that or like the music I have no idea I just thought about that with with Hobie's because it had like actual words and stuff on the wall but I have absolutely no idea It'll be interesting once it finally comes out to see if, like, we'll be like, oh, that makes sense. And, like, that kind of, like, carries out, like, if Jimin's song is called Flowers, you know, and it's right. just, like, this very, like, pretty, you know, Jin's song is, like, delicate or fragile or prism or something. If Sugar's is, like, blue and it's just very <laughs> much, like, <laughs> you know, blue, da body, you know, like... <laughs> And then Jungkook's just like this, like beat, like this bass beat, like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> That's know? all it is. There's no vocals. It's just, <laughs> just a beat. Obviously, if like any of these elements kind of come up when we're listening to the album, it's just like, yeah, they told us, they told us, it's right there. It's I know right it's always there. hindsight. It's like, oh, that was so obvious, and then no, <laughs> not to me. <laughs> yeah, I. 
feel like with this, we definitely got to know them. And something that you said is just like, in some ways, this is more than like our friends and what we would know with our friends. And like, it's very interesting because it's like, I don't think of my friends in this way. So it's just like, besides my maybe closest friends, but it's like, what would be in their rooms? And I think that we could like describe that for sure. It does make us feel like closer to BTS. Like we feel like we know them and when we can get it right like when we can guess what's in their rooms it makes us feel like oh we know them like so well yeah I don't know them that well because <laughs> I guessed Hobie and June's and that's it I just guessed the Bonsai and Namjoon's room I don't know I, I pretty much guessed Hobie's I was like Hope World come to life and those are like all the colors of Hope World but I, I don't think I could have guessed, like, the shoes and all of that, like, the details. Well, I mean, this also is, like, people are going to surprise you. And mm-hmm. everybody has inside something going on different, like, than maybe they, like, show the world. And even with the guys who are, like, the extroverted guys that we expected, they're showing us what we know of them, which I think is, like, authentic, but also what we want to see. And what really kind of surprised me were like the introverted guys but it's also like really cool to get to see their rooms because I think they can like choose to fade or be more of chameleons and also go under the radar and that's like their preference so it's fun to have to see them kind of like have to kind of like show us something and to get more of a glimpse into their inner world which they maybe kind of conceal and don't really like let us know as much of what's going on so like that was like really kind of fun and cool to see and I'm interested now I'm thinking about what's next like we still have two weeks until the album comes out <laughs> so we have the group concept photo we have these individual concept photos with this really cool idea behind it and um they've been releasing something every day so like are we going to get something tomorrow or are we not going to get something again until like the end of next week and what is it gonna be yeah like it's really interesting because like something else that they also released um were were, like the dear army postcards and I feel like that's also kind of linked to this concept and everything like that so maybe they're gonna write us like letters back (laughs) oh that would be cool we wrote to them what we were doing, how we were feeling. So maybe, yeah, they'll write back to us. So maybe that's what next week is. It's like, okay, here's your letters. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we can see, this is a little too deep for me. So my my depth and my river has run dry. <laughs> Jens keeps going, Jen. but... His is like I'm giving likening him to like the Colorado River, like carving for like millions of years, like the Grand Canyon. Mine is like a stream and a puddle that has dried up, dried up. after a few hours. <laughs> That's my depth. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm super excited to see what else is coming. And you know, now they've been releasing something every day, and now we're gonna be expecting something to be released tomorrow, and then they're not gonna drop anything. So I'm going to be hopeful that they'll release something, but if they don't, that's okay. If they do, I am even more excited after these concept photos to see what it's going to be. What's it going to be? So I guess we'll see. So, well, 
Best wishes for sugar shoulder. Sugar shoulder. Sugar shoulder. Best wishes for sugar shoulder. Yeah. Sugar shoulder. Sugar shoulder surgery recovery. Sugar shoulder surgery. <laughs> sugar shoulder. <laughs> Everyone, try to say it three times fast, and you definitely cannot do it because we can't say it one time. But yes, sugar best wishes to Min Yoongi and his recovery. Hopefully, he'll have some downtime, and maybe he'll post on Twitter and Weverse and. We'll get to see his beautiful shining face while he's in recovery, even though he won't be, you know, on the promotions with everyone. So we love you, Yoongi. Well, thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you got to the end of this, you're the best. So we love you. to the end of any, any of our episodes, you're the best. And yeah, we do. We really love you guys. And I'm really trying to be more interactive with you guys on social media. So if you see any of our Instagram posts, I'm not big on Twitter. I'm trying to be a little more active on Twitter, but definitely our Instagram follow us at BTS pod and answer my questions and respond. And I will respond back and have discussions with us. Um, especially if you don't have anyone else to talk to, we love talking BTS all the time. So reach out to us, write to us, whatever. And we really do love you guys and appreciate you all. And as always, thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. So until next time, why say no when you can say B T Yes. Woo! Bye. Bye y'all. Bye y'all.